Linton Leadership and Management Consulting is a veteran-owned and operated consulting company based out of Sevierville, Tennessee, with a local, national, and global reach. At Linton Leadership and Management Consulting, we provide leadership, human performance, and management consulting services, as well as coaching to companies of any size on methods to improve performance in their organizations. One-on-one coaching and mentoring is available to all individuals at any level of your organization. Additionally, large and small group seminars can be conducted. In these seminars, information on leadership tactics and techniques is shared, best practices discussed, and team-building exercises are conducted, all of which serve to highlight methods on ways to increase the team's and the individual's performance. You can email the show to get the conversation started on exploring ways that we can work together to improve your team's performance. A significant discount will be offered to any Sevier County, Tennessee businesses. Welcome to the Liberty Leadership and Lies podcast. I'm your host, Larry Linton, and on this podcast, we'll be talking about, yep, you guessed it, liberty, leadership, and lies. More importantly, how the liberty, leadership, and lies apply to our government at the federal and state levels. So stand by as we kick off this episode. Episode 7, Lies. Welcome back to another episode of the Liberty, Leadership, and Lies podcast coming to you from the Goat Locker Studio here in Sevierville, Tennessee. The first order of business, as always, is that I'd like to encourage everybody in the audience to go to the website and sign up to follow the blog there. Website is libertyleadershipandlies.com. We're still maturing the website, adding more functionality here in the future. It's a work in progress, but you can still follow the blog there. You can contact me through the website or just by sending me an email to larry at libertyleadershipandlies.com. Before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to my brother-in-law, John. You know, Denise and I, we moved here in 2017, leaving behind my trusted mechanic, Glenn, there in Virginia Beach. I used him quite often to keep this old pickup truck running and recently ran into some problems and John was there to save the day. He fixed it, so my 221,000 miles on my Ford F-150, and it's still going strong. So, John, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Remember, I'll take you out for a burger here soon. Now, on to the topic of lies. You know, some of the worst lies we tell during our lifetime are the ones we tell ourselves. There are many reasons that we lie to ourselves. Most of them are selfish. What is a real tragedy, though, is when we tell ourselves lies that our own government has convinced us is the truth. Lies meant to turn our focus off what they are doing to our liberty. Or we allow them to educate our children in public, remember, government schools. I would encourage every parent of school-aged children, at the primary level, the secondary level, and even post-secondary level at the colleges, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to look up these two topics. I'll give you a brief overview on them to whet your appetite to find out more. The first topic I'd like you to look up is critical race theory. And the next topic is the 1619 Project. 
So briefly, the critical race theory is not part of your traditional civil rights movement. In fact, it is the complete opposite of the preaching and teaching of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The civil rights movement that he led sought to provide equal opportunity and dignity without regard to race. Critical race theory, on the other hand, along with the training that implements it, is a radical ideology that focuses on race. Race is the key to understanding society and objectifies people based on race. Completely opposite of judging people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. It, this critical race theory, originated as critical theory, and that was brought to us by the European Marxists. It's an academic movement that attempts to link racism, race, and power. Another area in which it is the complete opposite of the civil rights movement that worked within the structure of our republic, these teachings seek to challenge and undermine the foundations of our country. The foundations of rationalism, constitutional law, and even legal reasoning. The Marxists believe that our social life, the political structures in this country, and even the economic systems under which we operate are all founded upon race, and therefore, it's a social construct. It is all about identity politics. It is all about dividing every citizen sovereign in this country into their own little camps, these warring factions that are always at each other's throats. Why is this movement getting more and more traction in our republic lately? Remember, always ask the why. The why is, it keeps us hating and fighting each other, so we cannot pay attention to what the aristocracy is doing to us, not for us. Universities all over this country, which are supported by your tuition dollars, and government guaranteed, meaning the taxpayer guarantees it, loans, are indoctrinating our children in these lies. Lies meant to tear apart the very fabric of our constitutional republic. These lies, being taught as gospel truth, are spreading rapidly through our universities all over the country. Parents, please research the universities and your local school districts. Find out if this is being taught in your primary and secondary level schools where you live. Find out if it's being taught at the college your children are going to or plan to go to. Remember, you and I, we are the citizen sovereigns in this nation's still at this point. These local school boards work for you. You pay the tuition or help with a student loan for your child. Get involved before the government melts your children's brains into mush. If I still had school-aged children, you can bet I would not be sending them to these indoctrination centers that suck my tax dollars away from me to teach my children values and ethics that are contrary to my beliefs, that are contrary to the truth, that are indoctrinating our children in lies. I'd be homeschooling or finding an alternative method to make sure that this did not happen. Now, with regards to the 1619 Project, imagine, if you will, in high school classrooms all over this country, the teacher asks students how societal structures continue to support the enslavement of black people. Enslavement? Really? Never mind 
that slavery has been illegal in this country for over 100 years. Although, we can consider that the U.S. government has created new slaves, and that's us, every taxpayer whose sweat equity is taken away from us involuntarily to predominantly support every other country on this planet except our own. Let's get back to that classroom, though. The conversation in the teacher and the students then continues to dissect the role of slaves in the development of America, completely disregarding the history of the Civil War, emancipation, and freedom. Well, let me tell you, that scenario is happening all over our country today. That curriculum exists. The New York Times came up with the 1619 Project. Now, the originator of that project alone should send shivers down your spine or get your spidey senses tingling because it's the New York Times. But it's a curriculum that's now taught in more than 4,500 schools nationwide. Lies about the founding of this country. Lies taught to our children that discount the unique greatness of our wonderful constitutional republic. Lies meant to turn them into warring tribes of this special group or that special group who are all opposed by this other not-so-special group. Lies meant to distract. Lies meant to instill fear of our neighbors. Lies meant to cause us to hate our fellow Americans. Lies to keep the aristocracy in power while the serf class is fighting amongst themselves and the aristocracy is living the grand life off of our sweat equity. There are ways to see if these false ideas are being taught where your child is attending school. I'll hang a couple of the website trackers on my blog. Please go ahead and check them out. Another insidious way we lie to ourselves is we believe that the aristocracy, when they peddle the notion that the efforts we take to try to hold our government accountable, may not or do not account for anything. I was having a conversation on Telegram last week. A a young lady, or I don't know the age of this lady, her and I were going back and forth about some of the legislation being considered and debated in our state capitol, as well as some news on illegal immigrants being transported to and held in our great state of Tennessee. Actions on illegal immigrants that our government campaigned on the promise to not allow to happen. After some pleasant back and forth, because I want every citizen sovereign involved with our elected officials, she sent a message to me that said, whether it makes a difference or not. That's heartbreaking. To hear a fellow citizen tell me she does not think it will matter if she becomes involved and starts communicating with her representatives. Our government, this new aristocracy, has convinced a lot of citizens to tell themselves this lie. I don't know if my voice will make a difference or not. Of course it will make a difference. The citizen sovereigns of this great republic have been bullied into believing that, so we might as well just shut up and accept whatever is coming down the pipe at us. Well, it's been coming down the pipe at us at light speed these past three months. Since January 20th of this year, we've had more than 30 executive orders, more than 10 presidential memoranda, 30-plus presidential proclamations, and quite a few notices. So this is 60, 70 presidential orders in less than three months. Is that healing? Is that bringing us together? Is that legislating or governing? 
More likely, it's ruling. It saddens me that people have been talked into that belief of not being able to control that which they own, which is our elected representatives. The greatest experiment in self-governance based upon Christian principles is turning into a feudal system of lords and serfs. You and I know that this is exactly what the new aristocracy wants. They want us to be these mindless souls, these serfs working hard to make just enough to pay our taxes to support their insatiable desire for power and enough money to barely provide for our families. This weekend, I attended a Second Amendment rally at the Sevier County Courthouse in downtown Sevierville. The guest speakers were incredible. The first one was John Harris, the executive director of the Tennessee Firearms Association, gave us some great information about some recently passed legislation and some potential legislation coming down the pike. He opened our eyes to a little bit of the machinations that are going on there in Nashville. And I briefly spoke with him after the rally, invited him to come on this podcast to give us some updates, as well as some discussion on the topics of liberty, leadership, and lies. I also asked him to discuss ways that we, the citizen sovereigns of the state of Tennessee, can take action to protect our Second Amendment rights. Following him was Representative Diana Harshbarger. She provided the group with some updates on her efforts there in the walled palace of the aristocracy in Washington, D.C., where apparently walls and firearms do work, right? I don't envy her and her struggles there. Let's all pray for her. Pray for her that she does the right thing and can lead others there to do the right thing, regardless of their political affiliation. While the information and the passion of guest speakers was awesome, it was definitely matched by the chairman of the Constitutional Conservatives, Mr. Sonny Cohn. It's a pleasure watching all three of them up there on the podium talking to us, inspiring us. However, there was something quite disheartening about the rally. Not in the information presented, or like I said, the passion or patriotism of the speakers and those in attendance. The disheartening part was the fact that only about 50 or 60 people attended. Mostly people my age or older. In fact, I think I was one of the youngest there. Gen X. A lot of boomers. So where are the rest of the Gen Xers or the Millennials or the Zoomers? And this ties right back into that Telegram conversation. The lies we tell ourselves because we think it is the truth. We believe it to be true because the aristocracy would like us to believe that our voices do not matter. That participating in events to rein in the overreach of the government we elect and woefully neglect to conduct oversight on do not or will not matter. Lies lead to apathy. Apathy that is apparent by the lack of representation by two generations at the events designed to push back on the overreach of our aristocracy. Apathy has led us to this point in our republic's history. Apathy will ultimately end in the destruction of our republic and this greatest experiment in self-governance. So, to that end, I'd like everybody in the audience to do me a favor. And call it a, It's an informal poll of sorts, or a data-gathering mission. I would like everyone to write their state representative and their state senator an email. 
You pick the topic you want to know an answer to on the state level. Then do the same thing at the federal level. Send an email to your representative and your two senators on a topic of national concern. And then let me know how, or more likely even if, they respond. Do they respond with a bunch of generalities? Or do they provide you with solid answers on what they are doing to address yours, the citizen sovereign's, concerns? Send me an email detailing all of that. Let us see if they are willing to listen to us. Also, have a friend or relative that's in the same state and federal district in which you live send the same questions but worded slightly different. Compare the responses. Form letter responses are what I'm expecting to be returned to you. The exact same answer to a question worded two different ways. And if so, this can be our ammunition and their re-election bids. They're all out there wanting to be re-elected, so let's call them out on their apathy. Apathy towards their constituents and apathy towards their oaths. Remember, if you get a generic form letter response, that's always indicative of a staffer responding, not the representative. You must let me know how this turns out for you. Send all that info to me at Larry at Liberty Leadership and Lies.com. I'd like to pause now for a message from a supporter of this podcast. For all my listeners that live in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, I want to give a huge shout out to one of my all-time favorite car mechanics and longtime good friend, Glenn Moser. He is a supporter of this podcast and the owner-operator of Professional Auto, located at 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha, in Virginia Beach. Phone number is 757-962-0102. Not only is Glenn an extremely talented mechanic, but he is also a great American and a staunch supporter of our constitutional rights. My family and I relied on Glenn and Professional Auto for all of our vehicle needs when we lived in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. Quality work at a fair price and service with a smile are what you will receive when you take your vehicle to Professional Auto. I encourage all my listeners there in the Hampton Roads area to look them up if your car needs work. Again, that is Professional Auto, 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and the phone number is 757-962-0102. All right, back to lies. Another lie being constantly peddled by the aristocracy and their media enablers or handlers, it's hard to tell which they are right now, is the myth that we have to decrease the number of guns in the U.S. They'll say it is our country's love affair with firearms that is the root problem of gun violence in our republic. We should be more like other countries that have disarmed their citizens, they tell us. Well, wouldn't that be convenient? Remember, an unarmed population is an easily controlled population. A New York Times columnist by the name of David Brooks, gave an interview on a television network the other day. And he spilled the beans on this plan. And remember, he works at the New York Times, so we we already know what the slant's going to be. He said that we need to reduce the number of guns in this country to solve the gun violence problem. You know, that propaganda 
is being spread on an episode of PBS. What is PBS? Well, that's the public broadcasting station. PBS is funded by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a nonprofit organization that is funded by, guess who? Yep, the American taxpayer. That's rich. The aristocracy has even figured out a way for us to fund our own brainwashing through these organizations. Isn't that nifty? Or how about the lies about the immigration crisis on our southern border right now? Do you know the one I'm talking about? Maybe not, because the aristocracy and their media enablers, slant handlers, are telling us there isn't one. Meanwhile, the government is asking employees of various other agencies, like NASA, have their employees take time off to go assist at the border in caring for these migrant families that are escaping to America to get a better life. NASA employees? Are we preparing to launch the next Mars Explorer from the Rio Grande Valley? I don't think so. Nope, they're sending people there to help stem the flood of illegal immigrants that is pouring over our borders. And what most other nations on this planet, industrial or otherwise, would consider an invasion, our dementia-riddled child sniffer and his heels-up vice president are either falling upstairs or taking in a snack at better locations, telling us there isn't a crisis. And of course, that's being echoed by nearly every media outlet out there. They are straight up lying to us. Why? Always ask the why. The why is, they're trying to change the culture and demographics of our country. They're importing massive illegal aliens in the hopes that they become voters that will keep them in power. That reminds me, going back to the school boards here. You may or may not have noticed last week, but in the news there were stories about how teachers in the San Diego school district were being given an option of either working at the schools or teaching illegal alien students in person at the San Diego Convention Center. This is a school district that has not had in-person teaching for legal citizens for more than a year now. Teachers and their public sector teachers union, remember public sector means government, pushed back and even sued the super liberal communist rules for the and not for me governor, against reopening the schools, and they won. Now, this may seem like a bunch of to-do about nothing, especially if you don't live there, but people all over need to realize a few things in situations like this. Whenever you hear public sector union, it means they are representing government employees. How are those government employees paid? By our tax dollars. So who do these government employees work for? Public sector employees work for we, the people. We are their employer. That means when public sector unions are negotiating new contracts or making new demands for their members, they are doing so in an adversarial role to us, their employers. When these unions are telling the school boards and school districts that they will not conduct in-person teaching of our children, they're not telling the board or the district that. They are telling us that. 
Now top this off with the San Diego teachers and their union reps. They, the union, are saying they want their union members, our employees, to teach in person the children of illegal aliens, non-taxpaying people, not the children of the people that pay their wages. They are literally telling us, their employers, that they will not work to earn the wages we pay them, but they'll still take their wages and go to work for the non-citizens. It is time for the citizen sovereigns there and everywhere to take control of their school boards. They are the elected representatives at the most local level to us, and we need to tell them to fire these individuals that are not working yet getting a check. If the elected representatives of the school board do not listen, then replace them. They work for us too. Every entity in this country that is funded by our tax dollars works for us, we the people. It's at the local, state, and federal level. It's about time we take control of how our employees perform. Would you tolerate, if you ran a business, a poorly performing employee that wouldn't come in and fulfill their end of the contract they signed with you, but they expected you to still pay them? Time to be shown the door. There are many organizations out there available to us so we can find resources and information necessary to get organized. One of my favorite platforms to use right now is Telegram. Despite many, mostly those people on the left, are saying about Telegram, it is not a white supremacy or hate speech or whatever the heck that is platform. You notice that only the platforms that are described this way are the ones that allow patriots to socialize and find ways to push back against the tyranny of the aristocracy. Despite the fact that the more widely used platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are places where free speech is deemed to be only speech that the aristocracy and their media handlers or enablers allow. Reach out, search, investigate, and find a space in any of these new public squares where we can gather together to fight back against the lies. Lies in the media, lies from the aristocracy, lies from our elected officials, lies from social media companies. As I was saying, for me, that primary platform where I do a lot of my research and coordinating and collaborating is Telegram. There, I've been able to connect with many like-minded individuals who want to get together and hold the aristocracy accountable to us, we, the citizen sovereigns. You'll find many free state channels there, free state, whatever state you live in. The one I participate in is Free State Tennessee. It's a wonderful channel. It's administered by the fantastic Patriot AJ. This Patriot, despite running their own business, which takes up to 80, 100, 120 hours a week of nonstop work, still finds the time to contribute and be a servant leader to others in our state. There are many people out there like that. Connect with them. Find them. Collaborate with them. Go ahead. Get a Telegram account and look for them. I use the desktop version of that, so I don't need to rely on an app on a smartphone that can be deplatformed by anybody at any time on a whim. So find these like-minded individuals in your state. Get together. Formulate plans to counter the narrative. 
counter the lies, those lies that are being forced on us by the aristocracy and the media. Find your free state channel in whatever state you live in. If there isn't one, or if there isn't one that seems to be active, start one yourself. Jump into the arena. There's also another great resource out there called Convention of States. Our founding fathers were brilliant when they put Article 5 in the Constitution. They foresaw the corruption and potential for out-of-control growth and overreach of a centralized government. Go to conventionofstates.com and read up on it. There are many myths out there about it, like George Soros. I don't know why George Soros would be paying for an organization that would ultimately limit his ability to impact anything in the United States. But find the facts for yourselves. They are another wonderful group of patriots pursuing a method that our founding fathers gave us to rein in an out-of-control federal government and all three branches of it. In fact, the new interim CEO of Parler leads the Convention of States organization, Mark Meckler. Convention of States also has a channel on Telegram where they put out wonderful information. This podcast, we have a channel on Telegram too, Liberty, Leadership, and Lies. There are many resources out there right now that we can use to implement the change we need and do away with the voter apathy that has overtaken our constitutional republic. We all have to use them and share them with everybody we know or come in contact with. It is an uphill battle to overcome decades of lies and apathy, but it must be done to restore our constitutional republic. I need everybody's help in doing this. I pray that you're enjoying this podcast and all the other episodes, as well as the website and blog. I ask that you share this with your family, friends, co-workers, and neighbors. It's time to get involved. It's time to throw off the shackles of apathy. I would like to leave you with this for the rest of the week from God's Word, Psalm 12, 2. They speak falsehood to one another. With flattering lips and with a double heart they speak. There is no truer way to capture what the new aristocracy has been doing to we the people for generations now. The only way to overcome this is to do away with our apathy and every single citizen sovereign becomes engaged with our government. You have to wonder why it is illegal for you and me to lie to our government, but when they do it, it's called campaigning or governing campaigning after the election, campaigning before the election, because there's always the next election for career politicians where they will speak falsehoods with flattering lips and a double heart. Reveille, it's time to wake up.